0: Welcome to Ring the Bell Podcast, Chris Francisco, Jason Kent, Dean Haas, but we're all here. Jason took a, a week off last week out of nowhere, didn't want to come on and talk to y'all, so Dean and I took care of it. Um, but yeah, uh, I really appreciate uh, Dean hopping on last week. It was our most downloaded show in quite some time, which is awesome. <laughs> <Still appreciate it. laughs> if we talk about who's a big money draw. It's Dean. Loser. <laughs> so mm-hmm. for that, Dean, take your pants off.
1: <laughs> Who's, who even says I'm wearing them? I
0: know. Oh, it's funny.
1: It.
0: <laughs> oh, the shirt's coming off. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Dean, you know what's hilarious? For a split what? second when you took your shirt off, you disappeared and only the Hulk was there. <laughs> so it's like, amazing. oh, look what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's triceps. <laughs> um, all right. So listen, we're coming on Tuesday night here. Uh, fresh off of a week where, look, Dean and I hosted a podcast last week <laughs> where we sat here and we said, yeah, maybe the Phillies are are back and, you know, ready to, you know, run rampant over <laughs> uh, Major League Baseball or the National League. And, you know, look, the, the Phillies are still seven and three, you know, in, the, in their last 10 games. Um, man, for some reason, Jay, I'll start with you and then I'll, I'll wrap around to Dean. I just felt like last week was like, mm, I, I wanted more. And I thought we could have gotten more. Um, You know, there was, there was, you know, we had that postponed game against Atlanta, which that would have been nice to have. Um, Would it though? Would it really have been?
2: Well, Nothing like
0: coming into
2: Atlanta to really give you a little bit of humble pie with the way they've been playing. You're right. Um, To be fair, I call them back. I know in the beginning of the season we said game fifty, I was pushing for that, and they weren't looking good at game fifty. Yeah. Since then, they're ten and seventeen, mm-hmm. and it really seems like it shifted from in in the beginning of the season the pitching was terrible. Your offense was carrying. Yep. Bats are really starting to cool off. Mm-hmm. And it's re- you know really good thing after Ranger didn't look really good in his first few starts, he's looking great over his last. A one
0: Walker's unhittable.
2: Tijuan over yes over his last five. Both of them have under one or under a two ERA, close to about one five for each of them. Mm-hmm. If if Nolan Wheeler can figure it out, the team they're who I still think they can be who we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But I'm still we beat some good teams over the, that stretch of time. We beat the Dodgers. We beat Arizona. You know, they're high quality teams. We took serious from them. The mm-hmm. next two, next few series are, are really crucial for this team because it's a lot of teams that are series we should win. Uh, it was nice beating, it was nice taking two out of the three from the Mets. Yeah, um, but we need to win these next few series. I I, I just want to see a little bit more coming into the All Star uh, yeah. game. I think we have a pretty good schedule. I want to see it rolling. I'm not as optimistic because I I would like to have gotten those wins early when we should have so a slump so we don't have to keep winning I, it's tough when you have to win to keep winning so
0: Yeah, i no i totally agree with you and, and dean you know jason brought up a good point you know leave it to the braves to give us a little bit of humble pie where we all thought things were going mm-hmm. well and then you roll into you know to play atlanta um a team that's 9 and 1 in their last 10 um their run differentials of plus 110 um you know, it it's it's. What were your thoughts? You know, you were still, as much as we did the podcast and we thought that the Philly might be trending upward, you were still pretty, you know, hesitant to say that that's the case. Um, did what happened this past week kind of be like, yeah, time to time to put the uh, keep pumping the brakes there?
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: I mean, you know, like, like I
1: said before, they they are. <clears throat> They've gotten themselves into position where they at least bare minimum should have been since the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm happy about that. Absolutely, yeah. I would much rather be in a playoff race than ten games. I I'd much rather be in a playoff race than be the Mets who are eight games under 500 after spending a, like a billion dollars. Yes. You know. <laughs> um. So I would much rather be where we're at, which is three games out. The problem is. The teams that are ahead of us don't seem like they're going to slow down. I mean, the the Dodgers went through a little bit of a rough patch, but they are the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't average almost 100 wins a season for no reason. And there are talks today. I saw I saw today that there are rumors that they might actually trade for Max Scherzer again. Oh my um, God. Yeah, so um which would pretty much end the Mets season and mm-hmm. give an ace back onto the line the starting staff of the Dodgers where he should have never left in the first place. He's an idiot mm-hmm. for going to the Mets. Fucking moron. Yeah. Um but I we we just have to really hope that the you know the the Marlins fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know, that's 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 really the hope. Um I mean the, the Giants won hundred games two years ago, so you can't bet on a team to fall apart like that has the capabilities of winning a hunting mm-hmm. game. So, um, and- yeah, but I, I'm i still cautiously optimistic. The three games out of the wild card, it's not insurmountable. Um, and
0: it's just the teams ahead of us are pretty tough, yeah. And look, there's there's an interesting, um, when you look at the standings, I'm gonna be there's this category of. Um XW X wins and losses, which is expected wins losses based on runs scored and runs allowed. You know, the Atlanta Braves are 51 to 27, but their um their expected win-loss record is 49 and 29. So because you know they're a plus 110. The Miami Marlins are are 45 and 34. According to again, the expected win-loss record, they're 38 and 41. The Phillies are 37 and 40. So to kind of piggyback what you're saying, Dean, you're, you're kind of spot on. Right now, the classic overachievers are the Miami Marlins, and it looks like it's only a matter of time before things change on that end. Maybe. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But still, when you even look at the Phillies, their expected win-loss record is still three games over five, uh, under 500. even though they're three games over. I still feel like we both can categorize the Phillies as – gross underachievers and um, Jay, do you kind of agree where if the Phillies can kind of catch a little bit of fire here, maybe the Marlins will come back down to earth or Jay, are you still of the belief from two weeks ago when I really wanted you to have that chance to come on last week and, and rip the Phillies? Are you still of that mindset that yes, the Phillies are underachieving, but they've made their bed now.
2: Um, I 100 percent think they're underachieving. Uh, the other stat that's kind of scary when I'm looking through some of these things, um, the Phillies, and to me, just I don't know averages. I don't know the numbers off my off because I don't see it. Doesn't give me the percentages, but the Phillies look like they're the best in the league. It's 17 and seven in one run games. That's correct. Yeah. So they're winning those close games too. So mm-hmm. it's something like if stuff starts to go right, it seems like it really feels like every time we've gone here and got optimistic, we've been shot back down. And when we get negative, I feel like that's when they go on that run. So it's, it is, they're underachieving, but I don't, I don't see them breaking out of it. I, I just, to me, this isn't a, a last year. Um, you know, we talked about it last season. I remember when, you know, our first episode was grading, mm-hmm. you were a little bit more negative on JT than I was because yeah. I just felt like his bat wasn't as important um, but with his because two to me, two fifty, two sixty is not terrible, especially when you're, you know, the best defensive catcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think he's around like two forty and he's dropping. Trey just he still doesn't can't figure it out. You know, good thing Castellanos and, and the thing you've been harping on to me for a few weeks now is something wrong with Harper. He he doesn't have a home run in the last month. So a lot of those things it, I'm still more negative just because I, I just think there's too much wrong this year, just not enough. We don't have, I just, it doesn't, there's nothing, there's no magic this year. And it just seems like Harper's not being that guy that can carry him. Maybe it's the injuries that he just doesn't have that pop this year.
0: Yeah. And I'll, and I'll say this before we get, because my second topic of the night is Bryce Harper. There's all, you know, you look at what the Phillies have done against teams with an above 500 record. They're 19 and 27. So that's, it's just it, that can't stay that way. I mean, you just can't do it. Like Arizona is 500 They're They're 21 and 21 against teams um, that are above 500. That's not, you know, you kind of want to be at that 500 or above. Like you don't want to go into it's at the point now where, again, when we say you go into a team, against gets Atlanta and you almost look at like, man, well, this is an automatic series loss. Um, and, you, and then you're going no, to look I, at,
1: not to cut you off, Chris, but I expected against the Mets. We played in Mets like crap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> we did. Uh, I agree. Um, And that that's another issue. It's just, what are we going to keep doing against teams in our own back here? Like what's going to happen when they go into a stretch against Miami? I mean, it then we, and for historically have issues against Miami. So this yeah. is a team that look, we've said this now every single week, but look, we're two weeks away from the All Star break, and what three weeks away, four weeks away from the trade deadline. If this team is still hovering five hundred J, um, Brandon Marsh just hit his second home run of the night for nothing Phillies in Chicago. Um, if the if the Phillies are still hovering around you know five hundred J, come trade deadline. You, I think you and I talked about this before. They're definitely not going to be buyers.
2: I'm looking to trade. You know, Nola. Yeah. You know, see you later. Um, and and we're because you you talk you're just talking about Miami. We've talked about how good they were, and I sent you guys a message the other day showing. And to me, I think this plays a lot into it because trade Mm -hmm. deadline. You're expecting to make a big move. Everybody's going to be looking to sign more players next season. You're every team in first place. Here's the payroll ranks of the teams in first place. Atlanta, who all of their guys are homegrown and they paid them eighth Texas who went out and bought some people ninth. The twins are 17th Arizona's 21st Cincinnati reds are 25th Tampa Bay is 28th. Oh, that just proves that I, it to me, we have to find a balance. And I know Dombrowski's big thing, you know, he brings up the talent young, but he also depletes the farm system. Right now, it's tough because I think your top three prospects are pitchers, yep. and then you have an outfielder. <laughs> so when you know you're going to be lose, most likely losing Nola this year. Wheeler's, you don't know what he is. He's looks he looks like he's downgrading. He could be going in a year. I just can't make a move with what we have because you you need pitching, and that's all. That's what your prospects are. So you can't go out and get a bat, you know, unless you're getting a long t- term starter. That's going to be here for a while, you know, front of the bull or front of the rotation guy. But you why trade nobody's going to trade that type of talent right, right now. And it's right. not out there. Most teams that are winning have those guys. Got teams that are terrible right now, don't
0: have the guys you're going to look for. So does that mean sadly we, they might not have a choice but to stand pat, right? That or you know, you look at trading a
2: guy. If you're looking maybe to off lease some of the money, so you can look at maybe what free agents are out there next year you know maybe you look at moving nola maybe a guy like schwarber i know i don't like him but just because he only hits home runs but that a bat for a team that's actually contending that you know you maybe you move some of those and get some young pieces to because a lot of this lineup is old anyway yeah maybe start bringing in some young talent you know guys that are right on the cusp of the be starters
0: mm-hmm. um all right, so let's go into our, our second part here. Just want to let everyone know that this show is brought to you by our, our main sponsor, Manscaped. Head over to manscaped.com right now. Use our code baseball20 for twenty percent off and free shipping off your order. Uh again, manscaped.com. Uh baseball twenty for twenty percent off and free shipping on your order. Now, okay, so here's what I wanna I wanna hey, talk Chris, about. Hey Chris, can
1: I got your off real fast? Of course.
0: I just want to piggyback off of what you what you asked Jay real fast.
1: Sure. If this team is exactly where they are now, come to trade deadline, they will they will try to be somewhat of a buyer. Mm.
2: You really think so? Just yeah, I like mean,
1: I mean, three games up. You three guess, games is not a insurmountable thing to do.
0: Is that um, where you kind of you spend high to get a rental?
1: That's what I don't know what they would do because they right. don't typically do, they're not like the big splashy spenders. Yeah. It you know traders at the trade deadline they'll go out and get a couple space fillers to kind of you know kind of boost the roster a little bit. It's like they're not going to go out and trade like Aaron Nola and I don't know Painter for Max Scherzer. Like that's I think a guy like I mean (laughs) I know I
2: hated on him last season, but a guy bringing in a Syndergaard type of player, you know. Because I, you sent the stat earlier this year, Chris, weren't we like two and thirteen or something like that with our fifth starter? Mm, yes. So if you can bring in, you know, a Joe Blanton type of player yeah. to bring in the, you know, you maybe, you know, that type of move, like okay, it's the third wild card, but it's still tough to be buyers because when you look at this team, I just don't see a, a championship team right now, and they could, you know, there's a whole another half of a season, so it could change. Right. But from what they've shown us so far, it's just it's tough to really say. I, even buy small, just because they're not. I'd rather you know reset, not get rid of everything. You know, you have your core. Maybe reset some pieces, reset some salary, so you have a little bit
0: going the next few free agent classes. So are, are you against acquiring a Paul Goldschmidt, knowing it's going to cost you pitching prospects?
2: Me? no, because he signed Either for next he. season.
0: because we need a first base because he's signed for next
2: year i would a player like that if i'm not giving up painter if it's able and some maybe some lesser prospects i I definitely entertain it because he is signed for the next
0: season okay i agree i i I think that's where you go all right well uh, i'm tired of having look and not that he's done a bad job cody clements is on a great job but i'm tired of you know um you know, you uh, get a getting gold hit,
2: glove first baseman. So. Yeah, you, like you it's not even um, just the bat,
0: it's the right. gold glove, I'm, it's the whole package. Right. You don't want to you don't want to put you know Cody Clemens at first base, you don't want Alec Bohm doing his spot starts at first base, you want that position solidified. Oh, and by the way, he could hit the baseball very well. Um, again, geez, if Paul Goldschmidt comes here, what the hell do you do with the lineup then? Um yeah. I'll tell you what won't happen. Kyle Schwerber won't get off of the leadoff spot, I'll tell you that much. Uh So, (laughs) um, all right. So I kind of want to go into the next topic here, which has been on my mind. And look, I just want to preface this as a disclaimer. I'm not ripping the guy. I'm not saying he's, uh, he's playing poorly right now. I just want to point out the obvious and it's actually been brought up now. I mean, Harper himself already spoke about it and he told us that, you know, the power will come speaking of their or lack thereof look Bryce's is right now is hitting you know just about 290 his on base percentage is just about 400 but man he has not hit a home run in over in almost a month and a half and in the last month he's only got nine RBIs uh jay is this more of how bad not how bad but how the top three guys are just not getting on base because how can your four hole hitter through 45 games only have 17 rbis
2: oh i i agree i I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of production in front of him Mm -hmm. for his rbi numbers being down when you look at it over the last month of the season you know he's played in 22 games 83 at bats he has four extra base hits you know and, and i know this may be the only time I'll ever praise Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber has more home runs than Bryce Harper has extra base hits in the last month. Jesus, it, it does. It is worrisome because you don't know how bad the elbow. Did he rush it back? You know all those kind of fears that we had early on. You just don't know, and and Bryce isn't. I, he just seems like the type of dude that he, he's not going to pull himself out. That he needs somebody to pull him out, and it's starting to feel like it's it's the time and cuz the rbi numbers i'm not as worried about because you can't control that it's right. that extra it's the slugging
0: it's the extra base hits yep. that just aren't there at all which he's known for
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's it's rare for a guy to be hitting 290 with a 400 on base percentage have an under 4 slugging like it's just that's wild to me an ops of 789 Like, you look – if I saw someone with a three ninety nine slugging and a seven eighty nine OPS, I'm thinking this player sucks. (laughs) Like, like I'm just being real. But then you look at everything else that goes into that, and you're like, well, okay, well, he he doesn't suck. He's batting nearly three hundred and and getting on base over, you know, 40% of the time. Um, Dean, how about you, man? You know, again, we're all big Harper guys, and we understand the importance of having him on the team. He's averaging over a hit per game. He's got almost fifty yeah. hits in forty-five games. But again, like like uh, like Jason said, the extra base hits aren't there. The doubles aren't there. The home runs are definitely not there. We talked a little bit about this last week. I mean, are we should we are we going to get to the point where maybe we give him off every couple of days? That's it,
1: tough because he's. He just doesn't have the power. That's the only yeah. thing his game is lacking. Yeah. Um. But you don't pay Bryce Harper. You don't sign Bryce Harper to a three hundred thirty million dollar deal for thirteen years, to hit bloop singles every game. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, you know, I I sign him to hit thirty five to forty home runs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, again, like I said, like I said last week, I think it was. You know, maybe maybe he just doesn't have the power because of the elbow, but. It is it is worrying um, that you know he's been basically back for just you know a little over a month month yeah, or so a month you and, know yeah, a month and a half and like we talked about I mean his last home run was a month ago pretty much so, so just
2: thinking because it was just pro- I was trying to process while Dean was talking <clears throat> wasn't it about a month last time last year. He, he came back, didn't he come back like a, or a little bit early September and really struggle in September, and then playoffs, and it clicked. Yeah. So at least with Bryce, maybe he – and, and it could just be, you know, maybe he knows himself just that much better than everyone else, and he just understands his body that he knows to take it easy right now. So mm-hmm. it could be, you know, listening to Dean right there, just that time frame really made me think of last year when – you know, the dude killed it in the playoffs for those last games. So maybe he just understands, you know, I just got to take it, you know, where he should just pull himself and let them rest him. I'm just going to take it a little bit easier right now and not go 100%. I'm going to dial it back. It could be part of that, knowing he just doesn't want to go too hard at the moment.
0: Look, I maybe, I I hope you're right. But I mean, look, there, this seems in a position right now, where they yeah. need his bat. Like they just need his bat. Um, Castellanos can't do everything, right? I mean, Castellanos just had an RBI single just now. He's just I
2: love that that statement's being said this season. I know it's <laughs> unbelievable. But Jay,
0: <laughs> but Jay, who were the two people last year that said it's coming?
2: We uh, knew, like <laughs> we knew, but it's knew just it's funny, coming. just you know, how about that? It's just watching him, it's like
0: mirror images with Trey this season. It's it just is. amazing. Yeah, although Trey's been doing significantly better he's still not you know trade turner level um so yeah i mean looking at um another uh ground out by harper uh so looking at bryce last season um so let's just say like the home run totals he had three april and march seven in may five in june and then he got hurt so he had nothing in august he came back september october during the regular season had three home runs uh, 13 rbi so look overall man the numbers were just flat out down i mean it, it that's the home run numbers overall i mean he was probably still pacing around 30 um but i mean he's just capable of so much more now you're looking at this guy we're going into july and he's got three home runs look man that. As much as I want to say I'm not going to worry about it, I have to worry that Bryce Harper's power numbers are maybe showing a decline. Is that, look, if he starts doing what Castellanos does, hits 25 home runs a year, but he's hitting 310 and hitting 35 doubles, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I just, it, I don't know if I'm ready for it yet.
2: <laughs> so to not continue to piggyback off the negative, at what point if last year was it was if that's his moment and the injuries are now starting to take a toll for a player that has played one hundred and ten percent his whole career, is this contract a disappointment?
0: I mean he's got he's got what an MVP already on it, right? He does. So he's got the MVP. I mean, they've gotten them literally an NLCS MVP. Probably would have been the World Series MVP.
2: If they win, definitely.
0: So I don't know. He took
2: you one play. Potentially. And I understand how great that playoff run was. Yeah. One playoff run. We, you know, we kind of, I think we all agree. He orchestrated most of the team that's here now that signed. It was hit because of him. Mm -hmm. How much is this bringing him in? Is it, is it, it's tough for me? It's, and I'm not trying to, I don't want to bash the guy. It's still early. We we don't know, but it start with the injuries. To me, it's just the injuries. They're starting to pile up and it's kind of getting worrisome that maybe the injuries, if he's not that 35 home run guy, injuries are starting to take him down. It's not looking good. Well, what if he's a, a 25, 115 and 300? I just don't. I think once the injuries start taking him. Because it's because it, if it's his arms, because his thing has always been his bat speed. He's been able to do. He's been able to have ridiculously good bat that, speed. Yes. When you're, if you, he starts losing that because of all his injuries, mm-hmm. he's not going to hit
0: all that. Right. Uh, no, I. That's a good point. I mean, what you got to hope for is that he's still that twenty-five home run guy. Um, and look, look at his contract over the next few years. It's like 25, $26 it's million bad, dollars. No. So but really that production if he hit the open market he's probably still going to make 25 27 million dollars a year i
2: think it's time to just full time not even think of him as a fielder anymore i agree
0: oh i agree i agree i agree that that, that's something that has to go away um jay we got your opinion on the harper thing dean are you more or less worried uh, about his his power not even just now just you know moving forward you know he's not 26 anymore he's 30 so it's right um are you worried or do you think he's a kind of hitter that he uh, more or less is an adaptable hitter because of how great he is but are you still worried about that big piece of his game maybe dipping um
1: i'm like kind of in between about it Mm -hmm. um you know, he did come back earlier than anybody in the history of any sport ever. Yes. Than, yeah. That you know, from a Tommy John surgery, um, I think this year is a little bit tough to judge. That um, I would wait until next year, and if mm-hmm. his power is not there at all, you know, like it has been this year, then I would really, really start to worry. Okay. Um, because he took
2: me right off that ledge.
1: <laughs> look, I, well, I mean it's I mean it's hard to judge it. I and mean, he's only played 45 games this year. Um and uh um, and look
0: he could go into July and hit have a 12-13 home run month. Sure. He of could course hit, he could
1: you know after the all-star break, he could smash 15 home runs the rest yeah. of the year. If Kyle and, Schwarber yeah, can do it, know. then
0: Bryce certainly also yeah. can do that.
1: Um I think um but I think if next year comes along and he's just not i mean i had i would have to i think next I mean, year
0: would be the 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 marker
1: yeah i mean you know i'm, I'm on baseballreference.com and they for a 162 game average which he's never played in his entire career um is 33 home runs so yeah. it's probably less than that since he the most games he's ever played in his career was is 159 so i mean but i mean he misses a lot of games on the reg because he I mean he's a hard player you know when I when I talk about him being injury prone it's not because he is you know you know some players just can't avoid injuries you know what I mean they just always get him he gets him because he's you know 110 110 percent every play so I agree with Jay or it was you Chris I can't remember who said it he never plays the field again for me he is the D he is a DH for the rest of his career um there's no reason to risk injury at all anymore because you know it could have been catastrophic last year if the DH wasn't there. He don't play the rest of the year, and we don't make the playoffs. We don't make so the World Series. We to, to also say what you were going to say. What you said about is the contract of or did Chris said it? One of you two said it. I, I asked Yeah,
2: definitely asked
1: about the contract being a failure. Um. Well. I kind of been saying it has, I mean, he's been here for five years and we've made the playoffs one time. Um, I wanted to give
2: him more because we you know, knew where the team was. Well, then, I mean, he's, I definitely he's a give third.
1: A I look here. at it this way. He's more than a third of the way through the contract. And yes, he had an, he won an MVP, which is fantastic. Yes. We got to a world series, which is fantastic. But the, the aim of every sport is to win. Yeah. The trophy, yeah. Mm-hmm. not just get there. So if, if, you know i i would be able to judge it a little bit better when you're halfway through um but it it's not this is the same year same thing every single season slow starts falling behind a division praying to god you make the wild card um i'm inclined to say it's not a failure or a disaster but it's trending in that direction Mm -hmm. um because especially if they miss the playoffs this year that's that's four years out of five that they have not made the playoffs since signing him and trading for jt and you know signing wheeler and and, you know spending a billion i mean they haven't spent a billion dollars but i'm just saying off the top of my head like all that money and what has it gotten you you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's gotten you exactly where you were under pete Mm -hmm. mckinnon with Cameron Rupp and Tommy Joseph as players, you know what I mean? You're a, it doesn't matter if you win 90 90 games if you don't make the playoffs, you do not make the playoffs, you know what I mean? You could lose 90, you could win 90, if you don't make the playoffs, you're at the same spot you were, you know, with um Ryan Sandberg as your manager. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how I look at it. That's that's how I look at every sport. You could spend all the money in the world if you don't make the playoffs, it's, it was a failure. It doesn't yeah, matter winning or losing records, you know what I mean? I agree it with mean you. Man. Anything.
0: And looking at Harper's career stats as a Philly, and I'm going to take out this season because this season isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he played 157 games in the first year. and Then he there was COVID in 2020. He played 141 games um, in 2021, the MVP year, and then 100 last season. In those those what 1920 in those four seasons, he averaged 25 home runs, 74 RBIs um you know 115 hits 30 doubles and a batting average of 282 and an on base of near you know 400 i don't think that's good enough i just i don't, agree i expected
2: think, more i expected more power numbers than that
0: yeah uh yeah uh he's got a hundred and what a hundred a hundred and total it's a hundred and uh He's got 105 104 career home runs as a Philly in so far entering his 5th season. So that's so I, not necessarily I, I, what I expected.
2: I think a good way to me and and we talked about this a little bit earlier, the trade deadline cuz we're talking outfielders, right? Um we may need a, another outfielder, one that has um a bit of potential You know, for the gold glove candidate, he actually is Mm -hmm. batting 273 this year Mm -hmm. and is second in the league in on-base percentage. And that's one Juan Soto I think we may be able to get from the San Diego Padres because they're losing. So I think he may be, you know, we can always – he's still on his short term, his rookie deals. So we think we have another another year of control. He's a player I think we could look at trading for because they're not going to sign him to the big money
0: contract. Well, he's also losing money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's not really helping himself in terms of the contract. He thought, I mean, he's looking right now. He's an idiot for turning down that deal from Washington, um, that $440 million. Well, wow, I be, think the Phillies going to, to trade
2: for
1: five hundred million. To be To be fair, Bryce Harper also looks like an idiot for turning down that deal because they won the World Series the year after he left. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know, there's, there's one other thing I wanted to say about his him and, and Philly. When he was in Washington, the seven years he was in Washington, he made the all-star game six times. Yeah. He's, he's done it, he's done it once here in Philly. Again, wow. the all-star game is not like the be all yeah. end all thing. Yeah. You know, it's but a popularity. It's, it's a you know, I mean six to seven years in Washington, I mean and once in Philly. And he's had just as good a career seasons at, you know, outside of this year, obviously, because coming back yeah. from Tommy John. His seasons were just on par with what they were in Washington, really. I mean, his first year here was basically a replication of his final year in uh, Washington. I mean, for, his, his, his average is actually better here. His first uh, year
0: in Philly, he had the most RBIs of his career. Yeah. With 140. And
1: second, second most of his home runs of his career.
0: Yeah. so it's, You know what I mean? So. It, I think it's what you're. What we talked about. I think it's the injury issue, and it's a big deal. I hope so. I'm mean, just it's, recurring,
2: and it's probably And the problem. I mean, look that, same ones a lot.
0: that that COVID year really hurts the overall numbers because, you know, he played. Technically, he he played every single game of the COVID season. Yeah. Um, he played you know fifty eight games. Um, and then he played out, sixty games. Yeah. Yeah, he played one hundred and forty one the next year. Um. And then he missed 63 games last year. So it's, mm-hmm. and he's missed a pretty good amount this season. So look, man, maybe he's one of those guys like a Paul Goldschmidt, Jay, who even into his 30s, he can just hit a baseball. He can hit. Maybe he's mm-hmm. going to be that guy. I mean, he's definitely from a batting average and all in base percentage, he's right where he normally is, if not better. Yeah. So he's, he's that, hitting Goldie's. This
2: year, Goldie's you know? never had like the, the issue, and I, I think it is a lot to me. I think, and the reason I asked the question was to me. I think the injuries are going to start playing a lot. It just seems like he's getting injured a little bit every year.
1: Well, that's so why he needs to be DH. We, yeah, we keep him in age that, to mitigate, protect him. That'll yeah, exactly. Just tell him your focus for the rest of your career as a Philadelphia Philly is and, you to know, Unless the they're ball serious and about first,
2: I don't know how yeah. ser- how yeah. serious they are about first.
1: But I wouldn't. I would never let him step on foot on a diamond again.
0: Yeah. So, like, Goldie is a guy that's had – you know, he's right at that 30 – between, you know, 25 and, and 35 home runs. He's only hit um, 100 RBIs one, two, three, four times in his 13-year career. But, look, obviously he's got the MVP. He's a he's a superstar. Um, but, I mean, he's had – the the batting average has been there for his whole career. 302, 300, 320, 33, 3, 290. He had that one year – his first year in St. Louis – he hit 260. He stinks. But then the next year he hits 304 and he's back up to like 320 last year. He's hitting 290 this season. So again, if Harper can do that trend where he just stays the consistent, t- like what Castellanos is doing right now, if Harper can do that consistently over the next you know three to five years, Depend again. It's a team game, so depending on what they do from a championship standpoint or a a postseason standpoint, I still think it's a great contract. We've already got the MVP out of it, um, which is tremendous. Um, But yeah, I'm look. All this can be erased in 30 days if Harper goes on this 10 to 12 home run in a month span here. So. Then we're just like, look, you know, I'm going back and editing this entire segment <laughs> and just deleting it from the world. But um, overall, I, I, we- I
1: think it goes goes beyond him, though. I mean, you know, he was his the signing of him was supposed to signal change with the franchise, and we really haven't seen that. And that's not his fault. That's not Bryce Harper's fault. But I, I that's how I look at. it. I don't go. I mean, for his career, it'll be, he will be fine, but. I look at it goes it the signing I mean this is the biggest signing in probably the in a long time in Philadelphia sports. I mean since at least Tommy Tommy was supposed to be the signal the change, you know, but which I guess his signing did ultimately lead, lead to a world series but mm-hmm. um you know th- that's what Harper's signing was supposed to be and we got all these guys and and we're just still treading water as we were since Two thousand and twelve. We're the same team. We're a, a five hundred team. So that's how I view I, I view his contract as a success for the franchise. You know, he can win an eight MVPs. If he never wins us the World Series, that's a failure, in my opinion. I you know, I agree. You know what I mean? That's that's thirteen years. Yeah, cool. We got to see him be a Hall of Famer with the Phillies. You, you know, I'm but I've been waiting 17, 16 years, fifteen years, whatever it is, for another World Series from this team. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. That's a
0: team that that can, that is consistently spending a lot of money. Um, Yes. I think that's the bigger
1: problem. If he was right, if he was like, if we were, if we had built this team, like if this was like the OA team again, where a lot of it was built through like cheaper signings. And then you had like the core guys who came up through the minors. And then it was like, that's it. Bryce Harper's the missing piece. And we signed Bryce Harper. And you know, we transcend to a dynasty that's different. Like, but we signed Bryce Harper and then, Traded away all our young guys and kept signing players, and we're not getting any better. So that's that's how I look at this era of of the team. It's just, it's the stupid money error, and it's not paying off at all. No, no pun. <laughs>
0: no, no, so I I not. agree. Um, and, and look,
1: uh, we're gonna win the World Series this year because as negative as I'm as I'm being, <laughs> <laughs> they'll do it just despite me, and that's fine. I will be as neg as negative as I need to be. If it gets us a World Series, that's it. I will hate. And hate and hate. I'll be pissed off about the World Series just so they win it again
0: the following year. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like looking at uh, Corey Sideman just posted something on Twitter that's interesting. It has to do with exactly what we're talking about. You know, Harper has not hit for power or looked like himself, but we're also seeing how a superstar remains valuable even when things aren't clicking. He's reached base 15 games in a row. And has a 370 uh one on base percentage in those last 20 games. Still a very much a big presence, but they obviously need more power in the second half. My counterpoint to that is he's Damn still points. at a <laughs> his, <laughs> is at his at a 0.7 war. So I mean, how valuable are you if you're yes, you're you're getting on base 15 games in a row, but you're really not helping your team necessarily win games. Am I am I am I kind of wrong? Am I overstating that, Jay? Yeah.
2: I don't like the worst that. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like, you know, what if what if the player that's replacing is Mike Trout? Like, come on, like I never, like I get, I get the premise of it, but. I never really cared. The, the, the value that some of those players bring, as much as I smash on Shoreberg, you know, the, the value that he brought to that locker room last year isn't measurable by any metric you can put out there. You know, Harper's presence as a leader isn't valued on those stats. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's tough to really use that war. Because um, I think he figures it out. You know, him being in the lineup juices everybody up. You know, Stott mm-hmm. is somebody that looks up to him, so just him being there it brings immense value to that lineup.
1: So I don't think I don't think you sit him at this point. I mean, he didn't play for the first month of the season, Um, yeah. and there's only what ten games till the All Star break. I think yeah. eleven, something like that. You just play him the rest of, till the All Star break. He can he can rest up for you know that
0: week. Unless you he know, makes the I mean, All Star Game, yo. Know, can we just yeah, give a true. quick shout
2: out to Ranger Suarez?
0: Yeah, he's a yeah. stud tonight again. He's he's starting to look like a, a six and now, yeah. yeah, he's starting to look yeah. like a good number three guy
2: now. Number <laughs> yeah. four, really, we're uh, no, the no, no, number three number because one, because...
0: T1, two, Ranger three, Nola four. No, I'm putting well, Wheeler at five. I'm putting because I, my, so our <laughs> number putting... five has
1: been the worst spot. Yeah, that's I'm true. putting Nola in the bullpen. Um I'm trading Nola at this <laughs> of, of point of the guys. minor leagues. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's but I, I would just you just let him ride out the.
2: He can't uh, do worse than Alex Manoa did. Okay. Oh yeah. my God, that was yeah, all, that oh. bad.
1: He <laughs> um, runs in um, rookie ball. So um, I think that's what you do with Harper, though. I mean, you just let him run out to the All Star break. You let him rest, mm-hmm. and and then kind of reevaluate. Then if he starts off like I mean, again, he's not not playing bad no like it's just you it's just, just you the need, home runs yeah you need that yeah. home runs and if it's just like but then at the same time i think i think jay you said it pretty well like who, who who's going to replace him you know who do you who do you sit him for cody clemens though so cody clemens i think has more home runs this season than him <laughs> you know
0: so um I could so be before wrong. before we uh get out of here uh we spent a lot of time on. he's got four which is, which is great he's, he's, he's got, more he's got four runs. he's got more um <laughs> Uh, JT Real Muto uh Jay is another guy that I think we should actually have consistently been worried about. I know he's hitting 252 right now. Uh he's not really getting on base that well. He's at a 310 uh on base percentage. Um you know, 177 in his last uh week, 229 his last two weeks and he's batting 220 in the last month. Um is that are you expecting a, a, a I mean his home runs He's had eight home runs this year, so his home runs are down. Um, are you? Is that someone that you fully expect to kind of turn it around in, in the second half of the season? Oh man,
2: JT. Last year, I, that's why I brought it up earlier. I brought him up. I, I'm. He makes me nervous because what made him the best catcher, you know, how he is fantastic defensively but he also gave you those offensive numbers he was a guy you could consistently count on you know for a 275 you know give you 20 home runs 20 stolen bases Uh and he just doesn't look like that at the plate um you just don't know what it is because my problem is he he doesn't look so you could keep him as back behind there as long as you can but how much of his offense is because maybe the knees are kind of going, you don't know where to move him off. Um, but his bat is really starting to worry me because if that's one of the big bats we are counting on uh, mm-hmm. for the next few years, kind of with this core group. So if you lose JT, you're losing a big cog in, in
1: that wheel. So, yeah, if you um, look at, if, I, uh, I'm actually going to defend down. JT. I'm actually going to defend him. Um, I mean, you got to look at most catchers in the league <clears throat> aren't like incredible hitters. And if you look at his stats this year, they're outside of his average, which is a little lower than than usual. His stats this year are on par with his career averages. I mean, he's got five triples this year, which is the most, is tied for the most he's had in his whole career from last he's, year. Yeah, and uh-huh. he did he did it one did it one other time when he was in Miami. Yep. I'm sorry, no, his career high was seven, seven. in his second season. Seven. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, doubles he's at eighteen. He only had twenty six last year. Uh, I just had, where was this, uh, st- he's halfway to a stolen base total from last year. Um, mm-hmm. hits he's at 62. So he's just about halfway to where he was last year. Um, and home runs, I could see him absolutely hitting eight to 10 more home runs this year and getting to about 20, which is right about what his average what About, is.
0: But those RBI um, numbers are down.
1: Yes. The RBI numbers are, are lower. Um, yeah, but what, I mean, that's a good, good question is do we say who would replace Harper, who would replace JT in terms of defensive? Yeah, no, he no, <laughs> he is the best catcher in baseball. So I can I can accept. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, Chooch wasn't a great hitter, no, but he was at the time he was probably the best, best or yeah. se- second best defensive not catcher a, in the league. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: Buster, y-
1: y- yeah, you know, you take you take what you get with catchers. You know, yeah. not Chuch everybody's gonna be no punch. Yeah. yeah, not everybody's gonna be punch. Very clutch though. Or, you know, nobody's not everybody's gonna be Yachty or or Piazza. You know, you know, Piazza lacked defensively, but he's the greatest offensive hitting catcher of all time. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so you can you can substitute that. So, like, I mean, if his numbers drop a little bit, but he's still calling a great game and he's still defensively the best guy, I'm okay with that. I mean, I mean, Lieberthal was. A sol- I mean Liebithal yes, is a forgotten very good player in this and uh, this city. I trashed all for years. But you go back and look at his stats, you're like, this dude was literally the best offensive catcher in the history of the team.
2: While I agree with you, you're not paying him the money just to be a great defensive catcher that he's getting. True, be
1: true. And what is his salary anyway? I don't remember. It's
0: over oh, little was 20, it. I think, 20? I think it's I think it's twenty one million. Uh
1: yeah, this this year it's twenty three point eight seven five oh, million.
2: Yeah, that's so, not a... I, yeah. You know, give me like, well, i get it. I'm with you. Cause that's, what was my point last year is I, I, mm. I, you know, the, the offensive numbers I assumed are coming up just, he looks a little bit Then it's just not where even where it was. Yeah. Last no. Year. So I, it makes I me totally agree.
1: And he just was not in the world series. Yeah. Th- so. numbers oh, yeah paid, that was bad. Yeah. You need yeah. to fully be the guy. You need to be what you're getting paid to do. I wouldn't panic this year. Again, with Bryce, it's the same thing with JT. I would look towards next year you know, he'll be, he's creeping into his mid yeah, thirties really, next year. Yeah. yeah. So that's when I would start to really kind of look. These into guys that, don't have a you know? lot
2: of next year's left though. Yeah. Like I get mm-hmm. ball players, the core, the, the core of this group. And that's why to me,
1: I said, sure, earlier, I
2: agree. Maybe trade some of these guys to get a little bit younger because the core, yeah, they, they're going to trade JT. Well, not JT, but I, you know, you look at yeah. moving Enola, maybe a Schwarber, Maybe I would definitely really move to Nola really...
1: because Nola's not going to be back next year. So
2: you know? maybe you start looking because it's to everybody. You're feeling like a lot of these guys are your upper 30s. And mm-hmm. I don't know if we don't have the the fresh guys that are ready to come up to kind of mix it like teams like the Dodgers sure. and Houston has done in the last few years.
1: I, I, agree.
0: I, I, I think what the Phillies need to do with JT is they really need to figure out how to – give him more time off behind the plate. Yeah. It, they need to get a better backup. I mean, since he's been to Philly, 145 games caught, 15 COVID, 135, 140 last year. He's at 70 this year. Um, you know, look well, at that. Wasn't guy- that a
2: big talking point, in Miami, though? They always said they should get him time off. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, he's always played that to me. He's always played that
0: once Buster Posey hit 30 years old. His games went from 140 to 105 to 115 to 113 his final year, and he was wow. hitting 285, uh, 305, a 400 on base percentage. Like the more time off they gave Buster later in his career, he was able to still, I mean, his power went down, but he produced. Uh, he walked. He had hits. In his final season in the league, he played 113 games, had eight. You know, the third most home runs of his career, over 50 RBIs, and had a 400 on base percentage and hit 305. JT has that ability to hit like that. But it's not going to happen if he's 33 years old catching 135, 140 games a year. Because like yeah. you said, Dean, then that's when you're like, man, when are the knees are going to go? They're going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think he's here
1: for the rest of his contract. Bryce Harper is not going to let the Phillies trade his best friend away. Like they ain't <laughs> happening. Those two, they, those two are the leaders of this team. There's no way he's going to the the because let's be honest. That front office calls Bryce Harper and goes, "What do you think about this deal?" Because, um. That's he's the reason why JT resigned here. I mean, if, if Bryce wasn't here, JT would have been like, yeah, I'm going to the fucking Dodgers or, you know, wherever. I'm not saying in Philly. He's here for the rest of his probably the rest of his career because he'll be 35 when he becomes a free agent.
2: That to me, though, Chris and, and yeah. Dean is such an indictment on the way this team is built and the front office. And for, I guess, what we thought Dombrowski did, because when they brought in the DH, we assumed that JT's a guy. That you know, we saw, I, you know, I saw we all, we all thought once JT, you get him out from behind the plate, you just get him batting. But now we have a team that has four, five yeah. DHS only yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The, and and a lot at least of them are at minimum the, three. They're mm-hmm. playing the field a lot. So that, yeah. that's just, that's the biggest issue is something that where we, I agree, JT shouldn't have to only play 110 games because he should be able to get some of those extra bats, you know, DH in. And playing the and playing that way, so even if you could still give him 140 games, but just catch him a little bit less, if this team was constructed better,
0: I agree, Dean. I have a trivia question for you. What do you got? What's the most games Mike Piazza ever caught? Uh, Take a guess. what forty-eight. One sixty-two. One one fifty-two. Wow. <laughs> And at 29 years old, he caught 152 games. He hit 365 with his great stash. And then in 2000 2000- greatest handlebar stash in the history of baseball. <laughs> and then he followed up his age 30 year, catching 151 games and hit 330.
2: <laughs> I, that's why yeah. i felt i hated it when he went to the mets because i was a big, big guy it's, it bothered yeah. me so bad It was tough to, yeah. be like, dude it i can't even me. cheer for you
1: it pissed me off because he he grew he's from he's from allentown yeah there, he he's posted pictures of him as a kid with schmidt and phillies gear and everything and he wanted to come here from from what i understand he wanted to come here and the, the organization did not want to pay him the money because they were content on paying all, and I'm still bitter about that to this day. Man, his like,
0: time with the Mets, he was really good then, too. Yeah, he was a monster. In, into his mid-30s, he still averaged 32 home runs, 96 RBIs, and a 310 batting average. And then he then he went to the Padres and hit like the longest home run
1: in like the stadium's history
0: when he washed it out he of Pelco had, Park. He hit 285 with the Padres that year. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then his last year with Oakland, he hit 280. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt and then just retired like halfway through the season. Yeah, he's a God, that's just a dude. He's just a mutant as a catcher. Sure. That's incredible. But um, yeah, so all right, let's before we get right out of here. Um, since the week's already going on, we won't give our predictions for the rest of the week. Um, it looks like the Phillies, as of right now, will win game one. I guarantee yeah, the game against...
2: one. No, never mind. Let me stop that statement.
0: <laughs> well, Rangers ended the seventh now, so he's um already got uh looks like one out. Um so yeah. Uh huge. Who are your huge. players uh who are your players of the week this last you know week and a half, Jay?
2: Um I'm gonna go Trey Turner. I feel like he got mm-hmm. a lot of hits. Felt good hitting He, had, he has come RBIs. He felt okay. he felt good this this last week. He looked, you know, he looked better.
0: Yeah, very well, he's getting on base a lot. He hit two fifty, yeah. but he had a four thirty OBP the last week. Um, but he's getting better. His last two weeks, he's hitting two seventy. So there's there's some good positivity there uh with him. Um how about you, uh, Dean?
1: I was gonna say the same thing. Uh Trey's he's been hitting the ball pretty good over the past week and um uh, got a bunch of RBIs too. So yeah. um it's good to see that we need his it, listen, like like I think I told this to you guys. Um, in the off season, that we need his offense to kind of supplement Harper. And, yeah, I agree. You know, he's not he's not picking up the slack. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm great. He's not the power hitter that Harper
0: is, but um, he could help. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, I'm gonna go with Nick Castellanos. Uh, they get they got to make sure they get this guy to the All Star game. Um, yeah. his last week, he's he's hitting .280, three ninety on base percentage, and <laughs> Over the last you know month, over the last month, Nick Castellanos has hit damn near three fifty. Um with an almost four hundred on base percentage. Like he's he has been the biggest cog in that wheel, man. And it's it's incredible um to see what he's doing. His kids are eating. Yeah, oh dude, his kids are they're they are
2: they are <laughs> oh, yeah, they're overweight this season.
0: <laughs> yeah, um I will in the say, words though,
2: of a legendary football coach, he is who we thought he was. Yeah,
0: for sure. I will say, though, and I want to call out a lot of the Philadelphia-Philly beat writers for just shill Shillington all over the Johnson of Kyle Schwarber because he had a few home runs in the beginning of June. Um, look, in his last week, he's batting under 100. Um, and his last two weeks, he's hitting 220, <clears throat> so we might as well just fucking give him an extension. Um and then in the last 30 days he's uh, batting a whopping 204 so look i don't care what the guy does as a, a leader from a home run standpoint how many home runs the guy hits i know he's got 20 already he's got 42 RBIs. he's already got over 100 strikeouts and he's you know he's hitting 181 But, but chris I, he hits so many he hits home runs he, I just don't understand. When did it all of a sudden change to where just because a guy hits home runs, it's okay to literally hit one eighty-one? I he don't understand, runs. dude. This league hits a lot of home runs, Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Look, he I'm has a
2: negative gonna, WAR. That's how does, impressive. That's and how, I know how, I've how just crazy.
0: trashed the WAR stat.
2: But now it works for me. The dude has a <laughs> negative 0.7 WAR. Okay, That's the funny. dude he has seven. Mister June has seven home runs and two of them are one game. Took him seven days to hit two home runs, and you guys, whatever Chris said earlier, you guys did it, and he hasn't done since. <clears> yeah, I'm just so tired of that. How, how about that this that, guy uh,
0: that nice um, catch he had last week? Oh wait, no, <laughs> that just blatant <laughs> drop in left field that. Basically, like, really, put the nail in the coffin. Um This I is a franchise, game, you know, a
2: fan base that hated on Ryan Howard, who yep. did <clears throat> historical stats. This mm-hmm. is the guy. This is a, as a franchise that hated on the greatest third baseman in the history of the game because he struck out and couldn't hit for average. But we're gonna love Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, I. These two these two players blow Kyle Schwarber out of the water, and we're going to love Kyle Schwarber because he hits a couple home runs, but it's okay for this dude to bat under 200 in the major leagues. You're a professional baseball hitter. They took, got rid of the shift for you. They did everything you could so you could hit a damn baseball. You're professional. You're yeah. getting paid millions of dollars to just hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Stop swinging every day. I don't care how many home runs you hit. One home run, a oh, so leadoff home run, you know 50 times a season great i don't care that does nothing for the team you're not you're not going to win one nothing every game You need to play the field. You need to hit. You need to do other things, dude. It bothers me that this fan base loves this dude when I just watched them destroy Ryan Howard, who did historical things. And his worst season wasn't even close to what this dude is having. And and it's a franchise as a fan base. So many people just love this dude. And that's my one rant for this season because I hate this guy. And I don't care about the home runs. He gives you nothing else. He is a one-tool baseball player, and it's so bothersome that this dude's getting paid to just hit home runs and eat hoagies. He's I'm
0: getting done. paid sorry. $20 million this year. So that's what he's getting paid, $20 million. So he's already hit you know a home run for each million that he's making this year. So guess what? Whatever he does after that, we're on house money, Jay. <laughs>
2: 181.
0: Just g- give me give- – if he batted 230, I wouldn't care.
2: You you can't play defense. You can, uh, I'm gonna mute my mic now because it's I'm to okay. just keep ran. <laughs> That's all right.
0: We're we're wrapping up here. Um so again, um just to give everybody an update while you're watching this, the Ranger just got out of the seventh inning. He's only given up two hits tonight. So um just incredible, incredible that what they're getting out of taiwan and and Ranger. Um mm-hmm. I have to, you know, I have to, you know, eat Crow for thinking that. I I think I battled Jason once or twice, you know, weeks and weeks back about like you know what can we really expect at a Ranger Suarez? I'm not sure I can really be hopeful for the guy. Look, man, he's completely demolished any expectations that I had. He's going to uh, Ranger I fan. Even, too. I thought I
2: will I definitely was. I didn't like if he can give you to me six innings is is from him. If you're getting six innings, he's given a seven tonight.
0: I'm telling um, you right now, if the playoffs started today, it'd be hard pressed to find someone to convince me that either Taiwan or Rangers should game one get the ball. Yeah, <laughs> so, <clears> hell, um, i I would bring him back out for the eighth. He's only had 93 pitches. Oh, I think he'll get an eighth here. Uh, I mean, it's five nothing. We'll see. Um, if it was like two nothing, maybe um, incredible. Uh, by the way, I mean just to to piggyback we're what we're going to witness in the off season. In the top of the first inning, Shohei struck out um, two of the first three batters he faced. And then his first at-bat, he hits his uh, major league leading 27th homer in the 12th this <laughs> month. You know what's
2: insane? I was actually going to bring him up earlier because I was looking at his stats when we were talking yeah. about everybody. How Like, he leads the league in home runs. He's 13th in ERA. Like this dude is amazing. We are.
0: I can't wait to talk about the on the podcast that we have in the offseason after he signs like a six hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Um, it's gonna be unbelievable to see how that contract's even mapped out. Um yeah. but yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Good to have you guys back. There's a lot, there was a lot to talk about. And um, we'll be here again next week or this weekend as well. Uh we're gonna take like a week or so off during the all-star break. Uh, and then again we'll be here throughout the rest of the season uh so we're looking forward to this second half and i i really hope we're gonna witness you know kind of like what we did last season where out of nowhere you know the Phillies just just start you know smashing baseballs the pitching stays where it's at maybe harper you know hits four or five more home runs you know it would be really nice you know the Phillies are sitting three games out of the wild card spot so We'll see where this goes, guys. Again, at RTB Baseball on Instagram, at ring the bell856 on Twitter. If you go to Facebook, look up Ring the Bell Phillies Podcast. Um, thank you guys very much for the support as we keep going here. Really appreciate it. Um again, head over to manscaped.com. Use our code baseball20 for 20% off and free shipping off your order. Head over to SeatGeek.com right now if you want to go to a Phillies game or wherever you're listening from, a game in your area or a concert, SeatGeek.com on the bump gets you $20 off your very first ticket purchase. Um, Thank you guys so much. Um, Hope you all have a great rest of your week and weekend. I think this is what, the first or the second official week of summer? Is this the first or second official week? I think it's the second. Yeah. Um, All right, everybody. Have a good one. We'll catch you guys down the road. And as always, go fills.